0: yo what is going on guys welcome back to the podcast welcome to episode 4 of the kyle beats podcast we're going we're doing it we're keeping it moving i hope you guys enjoyed the three episode launch i did um everything is going super well thank you guys so much for supporting we have like 70 something ratings right now um i'm super hyped so i'm gonna keep doing these these are it's fun it's a new way of doing content um it's really easy to do compared to the videos a lot goes into the videos um so i'm gonna keep doing these and it's just cool to reach out and just hear people's stories and talk for an hour and 30 minutes unedited it's lit so this one you guys have been waiting for this one um this one is with nick mira if you don't know who nick mira is um then look him up or something he's part of internet money he produced fuck love for xxx tentacion trippy red so he tells him the story of basically how he kind of found um, or was part took part in like finding juice world and really building him up from the start and now juice world is just it's just like a worldwide kind of like household name um rapper right now and and is doing huge things so this is actually um the second time we recorded this the first time we recorded this podcast um something got messed up and and parts weren't recorded so we actually had to redo it um i say that in the beginning too um just because that's that's why you guys were waiting for this one and we literally go through and talk um we talk about how he joined internet money how he got involved with all that selling beats on the internet he gives advice for what someone new can do coming up he talks about the juice world stuff placements being in la his future plans what he plans to do because he's only 17 years old right now he's still in high school um but man he's accomplished so much already so i think you guys are going to enjoy this one i hope you guys enjoy this um as always make sure you subscribe on whatever you're listening to this on i'm gonna plan on getting it on spotify soon so uh make sure you subscribe on itunes uh make sure you give me a rating if you haven't yet i know a bunch of you have and they've been amazing ratings so thank you for that uh that's the intro Let's get into it without further or do. This one's a good one. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into episode four with Nick Mira. It's lit. Alright, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to episode four of the Kyle Beats podcast, it's lit, we're out here. So today we've already recorded this once before and it got messed up so this is part two, this is recording number two, um, I'm with Multi Platinum Phenom, you guys probably all know who this is, Nick Mira, what's good bro? <laughs> hey what's good, what's up, glad to be here. So um, for those of you listening, we already kind of did this. So we're going to try to not be too repetitive just for our own sake of boredom. Because I heard his old story <laughs> and everything. Yeah. But before we go anywhere, uh, why don't we just start off with... Um, what was this last night? The Juice World show?
1: Yeah, it was last night. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I just saw this on Twitter. This
1: So he brought you up on stage or whatever, like during the show? Yeah, um, I went on the tour bus before because um, I had passes and everything. Yeah. and then uh his whole team they were cool and let me on backstage and then um when he was performing lean with me afterwards then he brought me out and uh gave me a shout out it was really uh now, dope. now you're hooked <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done anything like that before no nah, it actually was like the first concert like official concert that i've been to because i've only been to like certain outside venues that weren't really like yeah i remember I, big bro arts. i
0: saw your tweet um you were saying you were going to the show, and then you were like, oh, I'll probably just be in the crowd. I was like, bro, you should be fucking, you should be out there, dude. That's what I was thinking in my head, just because, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, first I wanted to um, just go in the crowd as, like, like a fan and see what it would be like. But yeah. Because I planned on going to the other one in Virginia, in uh, South Virginia, Norfolk, the day before, but uh, things didn't go as planned, so I couldn't do that. So then I just uh, went backstage for this one last night in uh, Richmond. Yeah. He's on two, he's on tour right now, yeah. Yeah, he's on tour right now. I think who's he's he, a- already done like twelve shows or something. Nice. Who's who's he uh with on tour? Does um you know he's him? with Lil Mosey and uh, YBN Corday. Oh, it's lit. Yeah. I didn't really see uh Mosey or Corday perform. I saw Corday um backstage but I didn't see Lil Mosey perform or him perform because uh we were like in a dressing room and everything, just waiting for the his part, but yeah. Yeah, it's so lit. Dude,
0: fucking, um, the the first time I was able, I was able to, I don't even know if we were talking about it, but I was able to, like, DJ, like, be the rapper's DJ for a little bit with my homie who was going on all these tours, and, like, the first time I stepped on to, like, a stage which was, like, a thousand people dude there's some weird kind of fucking energy about it and it's just like it's like addicting bro like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> i don't know like how it was i didn't really watch i think i watched like one video it didn't have sound or some shit
1: but i'll have to go through and watch more of them um but dude i don't know how, how was it how was it out there <laughs> man it was crazy i wasn't even like nervous or anything because some people my friends were like asking if i would be nervous but <laughs> Bro, ever- I was so fucking nervous the first time I stepped on a stage. That was like two hundred people. Yeah. Fucking, Even like ever since like school and stuff, like elementary school, we used to do like plays and everything. Like I'd never be like shy or nervous on the stage. I'd just be myself and like stand up there and do everything. So it really wasn't a it, like uh like a anxiety problem. I just went up there and then uh Yeah, it was only like thirty seconds and then I said what's up to the crowd and everything, it was cool. And then I uh, cool. stepped off. Went backstage. That's cool. Would you uh would you ever see
0: yourself wanting to get to a point where you're like Metro booming out here DJing the sets? DJing like yeah, like DJing your sets or your
1: Yeah, that'd be crazy. Um I was supposed I'm supposed to or I don't know how things are gonna roll out. Uh there was supposed to be something going on with a certain uh T V show, uh nighttime show like a set that i was supposed to dj but uh i don't know how things are going out but i definitely plan on doing it in the future i gotta learn it though first because i don't know how to like use anything
0: yeah yeah dude i I was doing that shit before like i started taking beats serious um just because i stumbled upon it and like i mean it's simple it's like simple to actually use the dj shit I feel like feeling the feeling the rhythm of a crowd and learning crowd control is is the whole fucking thing. You know what I mean? Depending on like what the fuck you're doing, you know what I mean. If you're up there like spinning fucking like boom bap records, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like obviously that's like a whole different scene. But like as far as like there's a crowd out there, you're hopping on stage and or some shit. It's all just like crowd control and like being comfortable on the mic. Yeah. And that 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 shit alone, like, once I was so fucking terrified the first time I did that shit. Like, I didn't, ha- I refused to even use the mic. Like, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I just went out there and pressed play, put my head down, and just fucking. Like, I feel it. I feel it. But yeah, but once you get it down, dude, it's oh, it's almost like it's the sickest thing, especially if you could do it for like. Especially if you could do it for like your own shit, you know what I mean. Like your Nick yeah. Mira out there, fucking. This is what I produce. I'm lit. You know what I mean. Like yeah, I was kind of introducing someone else, so it was like it was cool. Obviously, it was crazy, but if you're doing it for your own shit, it's like even better. Yeah. But yeah, so that's lit. Congrats, dude. I hope Appreciate to see. Uh, Hopefully, to to see more. Yeah, man. I, I hope like seeing gonna you guys know, fucking do a cool ass shit like that with people. Appreciate but um, it. yeah. So to get into the podcast because nobody's heard it um i heard obviously like the brief story behind like how you got into music and and, uh all that stuff so why don't we uh give them a quick breakdown again
1: so you're 17 right now right yep i'll be uh 18 in 21 days hey it's lit
0: (laughs) (laughs) but um which is crazy on its own but um yeah why don't you give them a brief like background how did you get into music how did you get started how did you get started with the the whole
1: beat sound scene too and like all that all right so first off um ever since i was six i was into music because um my parents would like play like rock music in the car I'd just going places and i'd always like have you know music around me and everybody in my family like listening to music so um that was always a thing but then i would uh get into playing guitar and uh you know self-taught and everything just Trying to play songs by ears that, by ear that um I really liked, um, and as time went on I just got really into it, and then um I lost interest after a while, it was around like uh, I don't know I was 12-13 I lost interest, but then I uh I got this keyboard from my cousin and uh, it had like a bunch of drum sounds on it and everything. I thought it was really cool and I would just like mess around make different patterns and drum patterns with it and mm-hmm. just think it was so cool so you know, as time went on I learned that you can make beats on like computers and stuff FL studio I'd watch YouTube videos like cardiac flatline like I used to just binge watch his whole channel of him cooking up beats for like Meek Mill and uh, everybody like MMG Rick Ross and everything like that and then um so I learned how to make beats online I got the equipment I was 14. 13 or 14 I think it was it was right when I was coming off a of guitar like but then I got into like making beats but now did you um, um did you sorry did you did you like
0: learn any like songs or anything on the piano like any like simple songs that you played before you even
1: opened FL Studio uh yeah I, I learned some uh and just playing back like popular songs at the time I think I uh one song I remembered I used to play good was uh Viva La Vida by Coldplay um yeah yeah i learned a Coldplay song too. actually (laughs) the uh, scientist one yeah or uh spaceship starships whatever starships are meant to fly whatever that song was yeah 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 um and yeah so after i got the keyboard and learned about making beats then it was like six months later i learned i was like dang this is cool i wonder if like i can make any money on this and uh i learned how you can sell beats online and you can upload your beats to youtube as type beats and get views and make your own website and stuff. But it was a while before I'd seen my first sale. But um, before I actually was selling them online, I would uh, make CDs of my beats. And then I'd I'd hustle them around my school. And I'd have, like, two of my homies sort of, like, on payroll. (laughs) I'd, like, dish, (laughs) dish them out a few bucks per CD. I'd sell them for, like, $8, I think. And then I'd just sell them to, like, teachers and students and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I th- I feel like that's a big part of it too, right there. It's like what you said is, I feel like being an entrepreneur is a big part of obviously being a producer now. Um, if you want to like come up the whole, I mean, I think just in general too, because like, it's like if you are a producer and you're working with artists, you gotta learn how to like negotiate and be like, yo, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, or else you're gonna get fucked over. And exactly. in the beat selling world, if you're not, you don't have that entrepreneurial like type of spirit Mm -hmm. behind you you're not gonna like get very far either um so it can't be all about the music but um yeah and now straight from there now you have multi platinum records (laughs) 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 but uh now how did you how did you like how did you link up
1: with taz i forget if you told me how did you link up with um yeah i forget if i told you not either but um i would uh (laughs) mj nichols on youtube i would he had like i don't even know like 70 k of 50 k subs at the time there's like the whole youtube producer community you had like wanye love um mj oh, bro, nichols I remember, he was so tight dude yeah, that was like one was of the tight. first youtube
0: dudes i looked at
1: because yeah, his
0: artwork was so nice too
1: it was crazy but um so yeah then i learned about like the type b game the top producers in that and when i met taz he had like I don't know, like, 3K subscribers on YouTube, 4K, but he was friends with MJ, so I would see him in his podcast and everything. So I was curious, like, who he was, and I learned that, like, aside from YouTube, because he didn't have that many subs, he was making a bunch of money on SoundClick and, you know, selling them through email and everything. And then, um, so yeah, I think, has or MJ was on a live stream once. I think they were playing Call of Duty, and then I came in and I met uh, DT Hits, aka Side Piece nowadays. Yeah. And um, us three, we formed a bond and we would just play PlayStation all the time. We play Zombies on Black Ops. We just play uh, Madden, Rocket League. We just play video games and like build chemistry. And it yeah. wasn't even about music at first. It was just we were all producers. And then um, as time went on. Uh, Taz introduced, like, the idea of Internet Money. He's like, yo, I got this thing called Internet Money, blah, blah, blah. I want to push it with you guys. Um, what do you guys think? And then he took me and DT under his wings, and then we just, like, rolled it out from there on, and now here we are. 2018. Yep, I think it's been, like, three years. I think this is the third year. Yeah, when, was,
0: like, when was the whole, like, um, I think I'm going to do... Uh, podcast with Taz too so he'll be able to tell me this too but when was that whole like thing established because I know I remember when I first found Taz which was like years ago he had it like in his cover art on his YouTube um and I was like oh yeah how much how much yeah how much internet money is actually being made from beats (laughs) my first instinct and I was (laughs) like I like literally a year later probably uh, I stumbled back on it and then I found I was like oh shit
1: yeah um it started around it was like january of 2015 i'd want to say 2015 and 2016. yeah i uh, probably want to say 2016 but it was like at the beginning of the year like new year's like it was like right at the beginning of the year because christmas had just ended it's like you want to you know start the new year off right
0: that's lit
1: that's lit yeah um
0: and yeah from there you went on selling beats selling selling beats and how
1: did you link up with juice again Um, I linked up with Juice because um, side piece DT hits, um, Juice hit him up on Twitter and he was looking for a producer and um, at the time he had like 300 followers on SoundCloud and uh, DT was like screw it I'll do it and he's like he just sent him beats and he was making good songs to his beats and he had this one song that was already good it was um, I Know One Thing and then he showed it to me and he's like yo this guy is crazy he's got mad talent but he he barely has any you know fan base like that he's like do you want to help me work with him and i was like yeah i'm down he sounds dope and then ever since then we just been like we would send him packs and packs of beats and uh just that's text crazy, him guy, like Yeah, like, get on this and get on that and then just bump out songs back to back to back that's crazy so you guys like basically fucking like you guys basically found him <laughs> like yeah
0: pretty straight much. off the internet that's crazy i didn't know you guys actually like um, straight from three thousand followers, got him like that. Three, yeah, it was
1: like three hundred or four hundred. But um, also, yeah, DT is really good at finding uh artists before it, you know anybody else does. Like Nav, he uh showed me Nav when he had like, I don't even know, he had just a few thousand followers on SoundCloud. And that was before anybody knew what nav's face looked like and everybody thought he was like black but then he came out and he's like indian or i think it's middle eastern i'm not sure and uh yeah that was a long time ago but now everybody knows him
0: that's crazy i feel like some people just like some people just know i feel like you know what i mean i mean a lot of people have instincts i feel like obviously like everyone on internet money me you like i'm sure we ha- all have better instincts to see who's gonna do good but i feel yeah. like that's crazy that's like some a&r shit
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much like ever since internet money we got a uh a label deal with um interscope and agama records um uh, they let us be our own a&rs and we can scope out artists and then sign them like um paris if you, uh anybody's listening knows who paris is he's on he would, did tour with uh, Post Malone, and we did like his whole album. Um, we were supposed to sign him, but then some things rolled out. Like we were supposed to be on a bunch of people, but we couldn't at the time because we didn't have the deal that we have now. Like Glock Nine, he just signed for two million to uh, cash money, and uh, we were supposed to sign him when he barely had any views, and he was on World Star with uh, Jailhouse, uh, the Jailhouse song. I forget the name. It's like Jailhouse Blizzy Blues or something but um
0: bro if I was an artist if I was okay. straight up an artist and not a producer I would fucking go to internet money <laughs> <laughs> I would literally go to internet money and just like dude like you guys are all like the best fucking I feel like you guys are all the most like solid fucking producers so I would just go in there hop in the studio four fucking thousand billion beats in my folder and just go through all of
1: them. yeah and there's and there's always still room for us to improve cause I don't even feel like we're making our best beats right now like The beats that i want to make and that i want to hear us make like i'm not hearing them right now i'm just making whatever like i can but like as of recently i've just been trying to learn more about music theory and like learn more about notes and i've been trying to play the guitar again because i i stopped playing for years and years and i just lost it all i'm trying to like learn piano and everything and learn like just more about songwriting and everything so we can make more established songs because it's not every day where you stumble across an artist like juice who can just do everything really naturally and uh just organic and it just works
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah that all I remember that all girls are the same song i fucking i like texted it a screenshot to you or tweeted it to you or something it was at like s- 60,000 plays or something cause I was just bumping it so hard just cause it was like that it was like so tight it was like my favorite song yeah um appreciate it where do you where do you see you, cause you're 17 or about to turn 18 21 days <laughs> uh, where do you see yourself in like I mean this is a fucking this is the most cliche question on earth but like <laughs> I don't know like I'm curious to what <laughs> I'm really curious to what you're gonna say cause like where do you see yourself in like 3 to 5 years um
1: it's, you know, it's hard because like I, yeah it's hard I to answer because you I don't, don't know where, where I'm going to no. be
0: next month honestly but like I feel you but like wh- where would you like I don't know like where do you want to be in the future you know what I mean like what do you because I feel like you've accomplished so much um, already you know what I mean just like a few yeah. years like doing what you are doing multi-platinum like where do you go now as a producer just keep producing just keep pumping out multi-platinum things you know what I mean is there anything else that you yeah. want to do besides pump out
1: hot records i definitely have like some milestones like i want to uh get nominated for a grammy one day that'd be crazy yeah, that'd be tight. um do stuff for tv shows movies score movies that'd be crazy um i want to do some more stuff in different genres because i haven't really jumped genres at all but um i really want to do like some more pop stuff and maybe jump into the latin scene um i want to do stuff with artists like camilla cabello and that lane yeah, i was gonna ask um, you like what's your
0: what's your uh what's your dream team of artists like what
1: what three artists
0: would you want to listen to or would you want to listen to what <laughs> what three artists would you
1: want to be like in the studio with making music with uh well one i would say young thug but i heard that um I don't know somewhere somebody said that the studio sessions aren't good to be in but i yeah i probably don't care (laughs) uh young thug one uh Uzi, probably two um it's ironic because i'm giving the same genre um (laughs) hmm, and i don't know maybe future off the top of my head like i can't yeah i'd say future thug uzi but even though they're all in the same category yeah Drake would be crazy, or like, even like, um, yeah, I don't know, just some certain big artists that don't have the chance to right now, but might have in the future. Yeah, Gunna's dope. I wouldn't mind being in the studio with Gunna, or um, Lil Baby's dope. Um, I was gonna ask, what is it like to
0: just like be in those? Cause I, I mean, I, I've i'm fucking here in branching massachusetts on the internet 24 7. i, I <laughs> have like a placements with my homies like this dude cam meekins who like he he's like he, he does good you know what i mean he's been making a living off of music for a while he's
1: got a s- strong fan base behind him and just like other people yeah i used to hear his name like years ago when i would this is like whatever year uh modern warfare 2 came out because <laughs> uh, i remember people used to use his songs for like montage <laughs> videos that's unreal um yeah what? Well, that's 2009 and like i just hear his um his songs people use them in like like uh what's it? quick shot and clips yeah, and everything quick scoping yeah
0: i think it was like 2010 is when that first he put out like some mixtape that got picked up by some shit and then he got signed when he was 17 so your age right now, you got signs still- to, um, Atlantic or some shit. Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I forget. But yeah, he's, he's home. He, he knows Mike Karen. I remember when we were in LA. He like, he like met up with Mike Karen and shit and we were just sitting out in the fucking car being, Word. being broke bums. <laughs> 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 but, um, but yeah, what is it? What is it like just in there just fucking for hours? Um, like you and Um, like the whole internet money crew just goes up in there right and just fucking
1: yeah um it's not that bad it it all depends on like who we're in with to be honest because there are certain studios that we're in and we feel super comfortable and we can be there from 12 noon up until 8 in the morning yeah no problem just working all day and all night and uh then we'll be in some sessions where we'll get there like nine o'clock and then leave at six or maybe even one to six and we'll fall asleep during the middle because we just won't be feeling it but um even though you know people like oh don't fall asleep in the studio like so i don't know some sometimes it's really hard to not fall asleep when no when you can't work because it's crowded in there and you don't have space to work and uh you're just passing time as the artist is recording you're just on your phone and uh it's late barely eating anything of course they have runners and food and everything but um yeah it, it's I like it I I don't dislike being in the studio at all. I I prefer to be in the studio doing stuff than be at home um recording with an artist. But like making beats of course in my own house I'd make them more conveniently and Yeah, you just be, pre-make them, right? And just have a the is different and... yeah. Yeah, we go in the studios and then it depends on what kind of day it is some days we'll just cook up for the whole day and then an artist will call us up and then come to the studio other days we'll just be playing beats the whole time just going through stuff and then sometimes we'll just make beats on the spot with the artist and uh not only just all of us but recently it's been some of us have been going to different sessions and we've had different members at different sessions all at the same time just doing multiple sessions a day um yeah, it's like what the fuck was I about to say? I was
0: just listening to the rest of your sentence and I forgot what I was gonna say. Um,
1: yeah, I kinda stopped.
0: Oh yeah. Um abrupt. we were talking about this, me and my were talking about this um in a podcast. Me and my what? Uh no, me and my uh <laughs> No, I just f I just messing with you. <laughs> um fucking we were talking about this um just about like, how many beats should you make in a day? I get that question so much. It's such a random question for me to get, because, like, I wouldn't even... Like, I barely fucking make beats, I feel like. Um, yeah.
1: But, um, um... I make, like... I make... I made... Well, yeah, I'll go several days without making anything, but, um yeah, I can't even say an average, but today I made, like, seven beats, but, like, all of them were using samples that Internet Money members made, and, uh... Yeah, because... Or like it was like because people complain argu- when you just use the argument
0: much. was just like fucking. We me, we were just saying like how like someone was saying like oh like Nick Muir made ten beats I gotta make eleven you know what I mean but it, it just has nothing to do with that and just like um, I don't know like if for most internet producers like you only if you if you're just throwing beats on the internet like one beat a day is already
1: like too much you know what I mean it's just like yeah but, um, now making beats for the internet is fine because you don't have to make when you make beats for the internet you can just make whatever and people will buy it because there's millions and millions and millions of rappers that and singers and artists that just will pick up the beat but when you're getting in the studio with a certain artist that has a certain type of sound you have to take more time to of course you don't make the beat for them but you have to tailor your beats so they're more approachable for artists because a lot of thing with like type beats that on you see on YouTube, half of them aren't even usable because they have a bunch of stuff that, you know, producers who haven't been in the studio with artists would realize that artists wouldn't pick those type of beats because they have so much going on in them because producers tend to make beats to impress other producers yeah, exactly. really online. Yeah. They just add a bunch of like filler sounds and just <laughs> <laughs> and, like bass <laughs> drops and percussion. transitions. <laughs> and then you get in the studio with an artist and they're like, man, what's all that? I don't want to hear all that. I just want to hear like four yeah, sounds, exactly. five sounds. I want it to be like skeletal as yeah, possible. Yeah, I feel like I learned that. I learned that from seeing you guys talking about it and I
0: think I just learned it from um, I think I learned it from attempting to like make songs. Like I'm trying to make songs like in the future. They're eventually gonna come out whenever I figured it out it's like a new thing for me still but um, I feel like I just I just learned that from from like putting vocals and it's just like this is or like just trying to have just trying to come up with lyrics and there's just too much shit going on it's just like I don't know like I got rid of everything and like for example like when I come up with lyrics or when I come up with I'll come up with like melodies in my head just like mumbling shit it starts to go away when I start to add more shit you know what I mean? It's just like you lose yeah. the rhythm. Only on the rarest occasions, I feel like, does someone get those those transitions and those percussions perfect so that they'll work. Because if you like, there are some beats where it's like the song is dope, and then you're listening to the beat, and you're like, wow, this beat's fucking crazy too. Like, it has so much shit in there. Um, so on the rare occasion, I feel yeah. like it works. But yeah, that's so true. That's why I say too when I'm doing like my little beat critiques or like one to 10 contests, what I do on my channel. Um, or like beat battles like I always just say at the beginning I always just go any of these beats could literally be a fucking like hit record like you know what I mean like I mean not any of them but like a lot of these beats could like be hit songs and be good songs but it's just like I'm gonna rate this as a producer listening to it right now you know what I mean so like all these sixes, sevens, eights like these could all be dope songs just that they're unfinished you know what I mean yeah but um yeah so how did how did like um you told me this before on the uh unheard podcast that got deleted but uh like uh, tell everyone listening again like just kind of how you came up with that the uh lucid dream song is what we're referring to right now
1: um um all right so i'm gonna break it down so first off um i was in i don't know 10th grade it's probably 10th grade yeah uh i was i had a film class and we watched this movie called leon the professional you know it's about uh, a hitman and uh a little girl um and i think it's i don't know where it is i forgot it's either in new york yeah i think it's, it takes place in new york anyway uh the end uh credit song is thing shape of my heart and i heard it and i was like that's crazy i want to make a beat with that that would be actually fire and so um i looked up the song on youtube i found the uh I found the uh, the singing version where it's just uh, sting just recording a video for YouTube it's not like a performance or anything yeah. and um I replayed I heard the guitar and then I like spent 30 minutes to an hour just replaying it on a FL studio because I didn't want to like sample the raw file itself because I wanted to make it sound polished and clean I like remade the MIDI and everything I grabbed different guitars layered it all up and uh made the beat and i was like yo this is crazy the beat was even called uh lucid oh really I and then um yeah usually uh artists when they try to like make songs yeah they'll read what you're the beat title <laughs> they'll read what you called it yeah yeah it's like yeah it's not really a good idea to do that most of the time but this time it just worked yeah. perfectly but because sometimes artists will just go along but Literally, when naming my beats, I just think of whatever <laughs> Dude, yeah, comes to my yeah, head that sounds absolutely. fine, and I just name it. But, uh, yeah, I had the beat finished. I sent it to Juice. I texted it to him. I was like, yo, you think you can do anything on this? See I got you. And he made the song. A couple of days later, I heard it. And I was like, all right, it's cool, but like, what else you got? And then like a couple of days later after that, I was just singing it back to back to back, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then um he, we put out uh, the 999 tape well i'm him dt and i and then uh it was on there and it just racked up play among play among play and now it's got like 70 million plays and it's like it was number one on spotify and like all the charts for like a minute now it's i think it peaked at three on billboard three or four i think it's like seven now but uh yeah now yeah, it's it was, just i remember huge. it was on spotify for for uh for a while um Right before Drake dropped, and then he just yeah, had to ruin probably, everybody's literally. charting. Those, uh, it's yeah, really Drake not fair. Everything up. <laughs> I feel like whenever I get a placement or something, somebody else drops and just defeats my chances of getting out. Like when, um, when I got the X placement, um, Long Live X, uh, Uzi dropped at the same time. Uh, but at the time, Love Is Rage Two was it had way more hype behind it than uh, X's debut yeah. project. But. They still both sold like crazily. I think uh, X project was number two on Billboard, and then Uzi was number one. I was like, "Dang, man! If Uzi didn't drop, could have had a number one Billboard." Yeah, among along Grammy, like I said earlier, um, accolades. uh, I want to get a number one on Billboard one day. That'd be crazy.
0: Yeah, fucking dude. Like, I think what we we talked. I think we did the first podcast before, like the one that nobody heard before x died right i think it was before he died
1: oh i think so So yeah like what's good with that like how well did you know him did you know him at all or um no i i never um spoke to him personally but um taz is cool with his manager and our people are cool with his people so yeah and we were gonna it's crazy because um unfortunately like i just was going to la for um like, that week, I was going to work with um, one of the producers who did, like, the whole uh, question mark album. I was going to work with him on stuff for his new album, and, like, the yeah. brightest I got off the plane, and I turned my phone off, airplane mode, I heard the news, and I was I was just devastated. That's crazy, dude.
0: That just sucks. Yeah. it's just crazy. Yeah, they're, like, comparing... They're comparing his death, I mean, they've been comparing it, like, to uh, when Tupac died, yeah it's definitely
1: uh it's definitely uh controversial for some people like old heads obviously but like he really spoke to the youth and you know i yeah i was gonna say i feel like like, he really affected
0: like the young like teenager and below uh like that fan base yeah i mean like that 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 young fan base like like those kids really got affected by it Um, yeah like
1: nobody no other artists at the time like still i don't think has that same pull that he had on like the youth as a a whole and to like that he was also doing something positive with his like name and his brand and everything and he was pushing the youth like like these are the people that are going to be running the world in years so it's good that he was like influencing them to do the best they could it's just crazy yeah it's just insane
0: um I got a question for you. It's a question I get a lot. I wrote this one down. If someone was starting out today, they were starting out August. What is it? August fourth. (laughs) August fourth. We'll say August (laughs) fifth. It's 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 ten thirty on August fourth. August fifth. Tomorrow morning, they're waking up, and they're like, "You know what? I've never. I'm gonna buy FL Studio. I'm gonna get a MIDI keyboard. I don't know anything about music." but i want to do this beat making thing i love listening to music yada 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 what would you like what were you what would you do we'll say if you were in that position like what would you tell someone to do what would you do if you were just starting today
1: um well first off um the number one thing that like you gotta do is like spend time with All your stuff, like, you can't just, like, not be fully invested in what you're about to do. So you have to spend all of your time doing that one thing. Like, when I started Peace, I had all my equipment, and I would just play around making whatever I could, just experimenting. Like, that's step one, experimenting, just messing around, learning how things work. And then as that, as you progress with learning how things work, like um, machines and, like, software and everything, then you can learn about, like, the actual musical aspect, and you can learn about... You know how to make things sound good and what goes good with what, and uh, you can even look at especially now go on YouTube, look up millions of tutorials on yeah, just doing anything now, dude. Yeah, they and um, fucking everything you can also try to replicate. Um, I wouldn't say this for like intermediate to advanced producers, who don't do this just like for learning. I'd say like try to replicate songs that you really like and try to learn. How uh, how they were made, so you can you know mess around and make it for yourself just to listen to, and then you can get you know a different point of view from how to use what you have, really. Yeah, it just takes takes a long time, and a lot of it,
0: like you said, a lot of it at the beginning is definitely fucking just messing around on it, um, and just like just figuring out what knob does everything, um, just because I don't know, you can't look at fucking what people are doing and try to. And get pissed about it because it takes a long time yeah what about like what about just like we'll say i don't know just like the we'll say like business wise i guess when then like whether it comes to selling beats on the internet or whether it comes to trying to link up with the artists like in your hometown or whatever or just trying to be an artist in general um like what do you think about that stuff like we'll say we'll say the beat stuff we'll say they're gonna get they're gonna put in the work. They're gonna consistently get better every month. Um, what do you think someone should do? Because I feel like this is a this is like a huge question right here right now. Because like someone puts out a blah 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 type B on YouTube and gets 13 views. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, it just seems like it's we. It's hard to like get some people are have a hard time just trying to get views and shit and trying to get some sort of like i don't know trying to get their numbers up trying to get their brand going trying to get their
1: beats sold (laughs) well yeah um i think it's especially difficult right now especially on youtube because it's so 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 oversaturated and because everybody nowadays wants to become an artist or producer because all everybody who's popping right now is really young and it's cheap to make music nowadays you don't have to have studios and you can just do it at home but um as far as like if you want to work with artists in your city and everything you should uh you know before like music you should always build relationships like network and build chemistry among people because if you don't have organic chemistry and you only have musical skill and nothing else then you're not going to be able to do anything nobody's going to want to interact with you because you'll just be awkward and you know you won't know how to you know work with people like if you want to like go run your, your, your wow it started so hard right there um, <laughs> go around your city listen to uh ask people around like who who are some good artists and even if you want to just grab a friend that they're interested in starting become an artist you could just buy the gear and set it up and learn how to make music yourself that's how a lot of the people that are popular today and successful did it themselves so
0: yeah and that's just going to make you like if you link up with an artist like it's going to make your beats better too and you're going to yeah, get definitely. out of that you're going to Get out of that zone of making beats for producers, that the, the zone that I was in per, for probably like three or four years <laughs> when I first yeah. started producing. Um, you're gonna get out of that zone a lot quicker because, like, rappers are gonna, if you're making a beat with a rapper, they're gonna be like, all right, that's good, stop there. You know what I mean? I feel like it it just becomes a, it almost becomes a habit of just like um once you once you learn how to once you learn how to do some shit you know what i mean once you learn how to do different effects and learn how to do you know what i mean like once you get your skills up and you have all this knowledge of how to put a delay on this and blah 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 you almost like want to flex a little bit to even to yourself you know like i wasn't playing my shit for producers i was just like trying to make a sick ass beat that i could play in my car and be like yo this is tight like you know what i mean Um, so I feel like that will help out with that too I feel like that if you can find someone that's like or like even if you're an artist yourself because there's actually a lot of people that follow me that are artists trying to make beats you know what I mean that just want to do it themselves for sure but um, probably you guys too but like I feel like the biggest long term the biggest long term success that you're going to have it's going to take the longest but you're going to get the most success out of it is either linking up with someone or, like, putting out your own music, you know what I mean? If you can link up with an artist that you believe in, like, that's going to have the most long-term success. And I feel like in between that, if you can get some beat sales and, you know what I mean, yeah, get some, you know, put some music out on the internet and sell it and whatever, whatever. Like, I feel like that beat sales are such a good way to just, like, help you get a stream of revenue on on the way to accomplish what you're trying to do, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. And, uh... (laughs) also if you're a producer and you have some skill and you want to do other stuff you can like nowadays like there's a, a nice open lane you know i don't want people to saturate it like they are right now but there's a lane for people to make videos and you know show other people how to make beats and uh even just let people watch them make beats like they can set up a camera in their room just like what we're doing and they can just make videos and build yeah. a fan base of supporters who like it's really easy like nowadays with all the tools that we have and we have instagram and instagram is really powerful nowadays i didn't i didn't really know how powerful Bro, it was a few years ago but it's like the number one social media yeah. like that you should be like active on yeah. I've and uh, go, i've been trying to go harder on
0: instagram first i even neglect it
1: sometimes but it's definitely yes, yeah, smart to be on social media and be everywhere you can
0: i feel like with the i feel like with the type beat thing and just like putting out your beats um i feel like the thing for me that i see a lot it's almost just like it yeah it's saturated but it's just like everything just blends together this is what i was saying before it's just like um it's almost like amazon if you're if you're searching for uh an auxiliary cord on amazon it's just like you're going to search auxiliary cord and then you're going to scroll down and they all look the same you're going to pick number three go in there and buy it you know what I mean? It's like exactly. that's, that's that's it's almost like YouTube was treated as a marketplace for type beats. You type much. you type in blah 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 type beat. They're all gonna blend together. It's almost turning to Amazon. So if you're not on the first two pages, it's over. You know what I mean? There's no. It's hard yeah. to build that brand after that. It's all based on searches. You know yeah, exactly. Mean? Whereas like the thing, the thing you should do is just like build an authentic personal brand around your music And just be yourself. I I think that's the biggest thing for me. Is like once you realize, like, all right, I need to build some other sort of brand around me as a producer. um, It needs to be authentic. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. It just needs to. You need to just sit in your fucking room and just be like, all right, who the fuck am I? (laughs) You know what I mean? And it might take (laughs) it might take years to figure that out. You know what I mean? Um, Like my shit didn't start working until I was like, all right, fuck all this other shit. Fuck trying to recreate beats. Fuck like. doing these XXL Cypher remixes. I'm just going to make whatever the fuck I want. I want to do a documentary style shit with a voiceover. And that's the shit that ended up blowing up and was so fucking simple. And then that's what like helped carry me and I just kept making the same. I just kept making... I feel like that's... When I go when I get into a hole making my videos where I'm not like... I don't know. Not I'm always seeing growth, but like when I'm kind of in a rut almost when I'm like, all right, here we go. Editing another fucking video. It's because I'm just like... Basically, around what I think is gonna work, rather than just doing what the fuck I want to do, yeah, and then and doing what you want to do, and just like looking, looking in your box and picking something out, is <laughs> just like that's the shit that works in the end.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a lot of experimenting that goes into it before yeah. you actually get something. And people gotta learn that because people get really impatient when they don't get the results they want, yeah, like right away. Is huge. It's just like the patience whole fucking... Everything. Gary V
0: entrepreneurship thing. <laughs> yeah, it's literally fucking patience. Um. Any uh,
1: any uh upcoming placements you can talk about or no? <laughs> um, like man, I got so many songs in my Dropbox, like with different artists. I did a couple songs with PNB Rock, um, a week or two ago. That's I'm not so sure if they'll drop or not, but for those. those were those. good. Doing a lot of stuff with the new Internet Money artist, Trevor Daniel. Um, uh, Taz and them are working on his album in L.A. right now. I've been sending through beats just today, and uh, I'm going to be out in L.A. in a week. So I'll be out there to help work on stuff. And, um, yeah, a lot of unreleased music. We just have, like, a Dropbox folder, just hundreds of songs. Yeah. Like, artists, like, I could just go on and name people, but, like, I don't even know if people will ever hear them, so... It's like we just wait for one to drop, and then we're like, "Oh, here's one here and there," and and then just they just keep on pouring down. Yeah, I feel like for me personally, I don't know how, I don't know how a normal
0: person would feel, but um, I feel like if I, even if there was an artist that I didn't really like, I don't know. I wonder how a normal person feels, because like even if there was an artist that like i wouldn't really listen to if they like if it popped up in my feed wherever i'm scrolling through like oh new song by blah 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 and if i saw that like, you one of you guys produced it like produced by internet money i would probably go on and listen to it you know what i mean yeah. more likely and most likely i'd probably like it i feel like i don't know if it's just because i'm just just because i'm a producer or what but like i feel like um i feel like i feel like that's, i feel it becoming a thing for me you know what i mean like seeing the producer um produced by yada 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 and like oh shit okay i like this more you know what i mean yeah Um, it's like the attachment to the name really i did a quick little ask me something on twitter i'm gonna go through it real quick how was your day (laughs) my day was good she didn't do much (laughs) who's your main inspiration for producing beats do you have one? That you kinda said um, from those videos, right?
1: Uh shoot. As of like right now, my i I'll just say my favorite producers right now are like Frank Dukes, Lou Bell, um Wheezy. Those are my top three. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Louis is Louis Bell from Massachusetts? Is he from
1: I uh, I think so. I, I think like he's he from is. Boston. He um, yeah. I remember I first did. As an interview, hold on one second, you can continue. Uh, I'll just check it real quick.
0: Yeah, but um, I first heard of him because this dude, Mike said, I don't know if you heard of him, he's one of the dudes I went on tour with. He's from Rhode Island, he's like a ex Duke baseball player turned rapper. Um, and like he started producing a bunch of his shit and he was just in a bunch of his videos. Um, so that's when I first heard about him like years ago just like producing for for mike and i knew he was doing a bunch of other stuff too um and then he got some stuff with post and but yeah he's fucking dope so, dude have you heard him like he has like a song you ever heard a motion twist so random you ever heard a nah. motion twist they're like they kind of came up the same time cam came up like that whole like um frat rap shit um that Work. was that like in like 2011 but um he had he had like a hook on one of their songs and it's like it's like sick. Like he has he has like such a good like voice too. And like he like I don't know. I've just seen a bunch of like behind the scenes videos of him too. Like um, just like he has like all, he can do all these different fucking characters and shit. Like he was like yeah. rapping as like Jay Z and shit. Like he's crazy. I feel like people like him are just like fucking talented at every every aspect of music.
1: I feel it. Oh, and by the way, yeah, uh, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts, Lou Bell.
0: Yeah, because I remember when, when, I, when we used to always fucking, um, we used to go to like, we used to go to Mike's shows or whoever, I think it was like Sammy Adams or someone else did like a show at uh, the House of Blues, and we, we, I'd always see him like backstage and shit. But um, yeah, shout out to Louis Bell. <laughs> That's crazy.
1: But you said you'd see Lewis or Louie Bell backstage or yeah like the Boston right? like kind of shows song.
0: at the Boston shows ah, the, I got gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha. when Mike Studd would perform at like House of Blues or like this dude
1: Sammy Adams they perform at House of Blues in Boston and where um, that's though my bet I was reading like the uh, the Boston Massachusetts thing and because he has an um, interview on a uh, songwriter universe shout out to them because I just did an interview with them too. really but uh yeah
0: top three independent artists someone said
1: sheesh i can't even name independent artists i don't anymore. even
0: know. i don't even know who's independent and who's not
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not aside from not even like knowing i'm not i'm not even allowed to name independent artists like that because anybody i say uh <laughs> it's like a cosign sort of i don't mean that in like a really? cocky way but like ah, dude, yeah, dude it's something, true some, something happened with some artists and i i mentioned them and then their managers like tried to say oh nick Mira said blah 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 this and then they tried to use my name to get them their artists a lot more money even though uh we were going to sign them originally so yeah i don't know if i'll be naming any the <laughs> artists soon um
0: independent artists I don't know <laughs> I don't got any you guys need to ask better questions <laughs> I should have made it more specific because I did because everyone thinks we haven't recorded because <laughs> everyone was uh hit me up on on uh Twitter asked me where the uh yeah where the Nick mirror podcast was. But, um, yeah, man. So when you, when you say you're going out to LA, uh, 13th to the 18th, of August 13th, right on, man. And, and, uh, any, uh, what's, what's your future with, uh, like what's your plan? And, um, like, have you decided if you wanted to stay at home for a while? Do you want to go out to LA? Do you want to get your own place? Do you want to live in the internet money house?
1: um as far as the internet money house that we have right now i don't see myself moving in at all because it's like kind of there's already a lot of people living there and um maybe the next house we get next year it'll probably be be bigger but um as of now i don't see myself moving in i just see myself taking trips out there for like a week or two or maybe three at a time and just going back and forth i don't have any problem doing that because i still have stuff to handle back home like i'm still in school and i'm still doing other stuff yeah you still got one more year left right yeah well i'm i'm pretty much in college right now doing like all college classes really damn you're you're going to college dude i'm not really like going to college right now because i'm i'm still in high school but i'm like only doing college classes if that makes sense probably doesn't make sense <laughs> yeah but it makes maybe. no sense <laughs> so yeah. did,
0: so are you did you graduate high school like are you uh did you, you just went through your senior year or you're going to into your senior year and you're doing college going into classes? it oh but you're yeah. doing college classes okay
1: yeah no I, I already have the credits i need if i wanted to graduate okay, just, Word. yeah
0: you're just living your life dude you're just hanging <laughs> out
1: Living your life. Hey Amen. I'm a regular person. I went outside today. I cut the grass. You know, <laughs> drink some water. I'm um, like everybody else. Bro, there is no need to
0: fucking rush it. You could do, you could fucking do nothing for
1: fucking ten years and still be good. Man, that's you know just the the able the oh, I'm stuttering so hard. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Actually, I do know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say it's just uh. The freedom of having that choice of just being able to do whatever you know and you have the the resources to is just crazy
0: did you ever have like were you were you ever like super because like for me i always wanted to just be a fucking entrepreneur i don't know what i didn't find i didn't find my like i didn't find my true passion that was gonna kind of bring me to where i'm at today for like a long time i was always playing soccer yada 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 but like (laughs) yeah fucking um like did you always have a passion like fuck a job I'm, I'm gonna make this my like i'm gonna i'm gonna sell beats like i don't want a job type of thing you know what i mean yeah. or did you just do it because you liked it or a
1: little bit of both probably that was me well as far as music um that definitely happened like after some time after i learned about how you can make money off music but if it weren't music or if it wasn't music i'd probably be doing something else like entrepreneurship wise yeah like i'd be wanting to yeah not work for somebody else just doing my own stuff
0: yeah cause that was like that was it for me like I, I just fucking having the freedom that I do today like when it comes to just like doing making music for a living like bro I couldn't do it any other way I feel like that's a huge thing for me it's just like having the freedom and control of doing whatever the fuck I want um know that was that was a big part of me fucking uh it's just that's almost that's almost a reason why i i didn't commit to making music because i didn't think it was possible to to make money you know what i mean yeah um so like i didn't even concentrate on that because nobody around me was doing that shit so I, i didn't think there was money in it like i mean i knew there was money but like i didn't know you could sell beats i didn't know you could like you know i was just like all right, I'm going to start some business that's going to make money and that's going to give me the freedom I want. And then full circle, yeah, exactly. 20, 23, 24 years old. Got it popping up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, did we fucking miss anything? Did we
1: go through your whole background, your, your long story? Pretty, much, I feel like whenever somebody asks, like if I get asked for something, I just say the same thing every time, and I'm like, it's not even a, a cool story. I wish I had like some crazy story, like yo, I was there was this earthquake, right, and then I heard <laughs> you know something, and then you know it just and my I heard, life changed. I
0: heard like so I had a microphone, right, and there was an <sighs> earthquake, and this rock fell, and that's where I yep. got the 808 <laughs> for all girls of the same from. And I, that's I sampled that that's flying lotus. <laughs>
1: flying lotus does all that extra stuff like really goes into like like caves or at least taz used to joke about it going in caves and dropping books in caves <laughs> and just recording random noises but no nah, i mean the sound design that's that's cool for that but like if you're just a regular musician producer and you don't want to you know go through all the extra stuff you don't have to do all that that's what they do it for or that's why they do it because they have a job yeah like people who make the omnisphere and everything Like, they have crazy sounds like taking a cello bow and, uh, you know, stroking it across a bicycle wheel while it's rusting on top of a ball. It's like (laughs) just a random (laughs) thing. Yep.
0: And then we make beats out of it. Exactly. Um, I fucking, I did that the other day for, like, a video. I, like, clapped into uh, into my mic
1: and made a clap out of it. Yeah, I saw the thumbnail. I didn't have the time to watch it. Bro, what uh, the fuck, dude? I I saw saw the uh, thumbnail, and I was like, dang,
0: this could be interesting. So uh, what I did was just like, I kind of just looked at the audio waves for like a regular clap, and just kind of, it actually wasn't a bad clap at all, but um, it's it's like three little hits, and then like a little shaker, so it hits like four times, that's like a normal. My favorite clap that I use is like that. It's like three little hits, and then it's like a little shaker at the end so like i just yeah. made that with the clap and it's like a really it's a it's a pretty good clap i left it in there and in then i use it to make a beat nice it's dope but um what do you what do you think about like would you ever see yourself like say you got to the point where you had all the money in the world you were out in la all the freedom all the money in the world you have multiple multi-platinum whatever you're DJing, like, every weekend, you've done everything you want to do, and you're like, I want more, do you, do you think that you get to the point where you'd be like, man, I kind of want, like, I kind of want to put out, like, vlogs, you know what I mean, about my life, like, I'm fucking out here DJing, I'm fucking with the hottest fucking artists out right now, like, every day, the most upcoming, whatever, yada, 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 I'm doing cool ass shit, living my life, like, would you want to like make some sort of
1: daily vlog series, I ask everyone this because I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, um, me personally, um, I'm I've never been like a big like uh, camera guy, like record everything and do this and that. So I'm not sure if like, uh, what about if someone was doing I'm, it all for you and when you were just giving them, like I'm, a percentage of like your YouTube or whatever. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool to show other people. Like as far as my own interest, I mean matter of fact it would be pretty cool but like i think i don't know if i think yeah, that how much i could do like i could only do like so much of it before i just get sick of having it in my life like yeah, all I the feel time you. i feel you. It, it it's
0: draining i'm fucking i try to make videos every other day it's pretty fucking draining but yeah. um um i think you're gonna look for example that genius shit you're gonna look back on that in five years and be like you know what i'm saying like you're gonna look back yeah. on that and be like bro look at this i look back at like some of my first fucking vlogs and i'm like i look like a fucking idiot or like whatever (laughs) like it's weird it's the weirdest thing in the world it's like when you're living your life when you're living that situation you're just living it you know what i mean and then it's over and you go man i wish i was fucking filming the whole thing just so i could live it again yeah Um,
1: no i feel that exactly like um last night at the uh yeah exactly yeah, the Juice concert, the whole thing. Um, I had like my friends, I had a bunch of different friends in the crowd, and they sent me videos of it, and I was like, "Damn, that's crazy!" And I was like, "Glad I had people, you know, to send it to me and yeah. just record stuff."
0: Yeah, bro. Like literally, some of the most fucking. That very first time that I stepped out on like a, uh, this dude Sammy Adams was doing a show in Portland, right? And I've the most I've done was like 500 people DJing, and I just got off my first tour and I just by the end of the tour started picking up the mic <laughs> by the end of that month <laughs> I started talking on the mic and just fucking figuring it out how to like talk to a crowd and like whatever got out there just fucking you, you, you the like that many people like hits you differently when they scream it like hits you like a fucking tornado or something um yeah like a tidal wave but like i have one fucking like sick picture from that night and i don't have any videos or anything and like i don't know It'd just be cool to have that shit i always like hate it when i miss you know when i miss the fucking opportunity um so yeah that's my philosophy on everything <laughs> i'd love to i'd love to, fucking, to have a to have a guy would you would you ever have like a nick mira studio
1: uh no that'd be cool i i thought about that before like having my own studios and stuff and letting other people use them and just like and like yeah. renting them. just like, them like using it yourself crazy. and having
0: people come through
1: yeah I, I definitely want to do that like one day i don't know like five ten years 20. yeah i, I feel really like that's when.
0: that's one of my like probably like longer type of goals you know what i mean yeah like i don't care about doing that soon you know what i mean it's not like one of those things you worry about right now like i feel like in the future like i feel like that's what like YouTubers. i always like try to base my fucking ideas off of other industries stuff you know what i mean so like for example like these fitness dudes on youtube like a lot of them get gyms and have people come through and that way like fans can meet up with you and meet you and at the same time like you can you probably won't make a lot... I mean, I don't know how studios work, but, like, they don't make a lot of money on the gyms most of the time. Like, it's just kind of just to have it and just have a cool, like, home base almost, you know? Like, yeah. Where it's, like, your studio. It's lit. It's out here. Like, uh, Yeah, I
1: feel it. No, it'd definitely be cool, though. And, like, just to do something for, like, the new generation of people, whoever wants to, like, step up. Yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of them. It's amazing the response. It's amazing the response that you get from something when you say, Hey, I'm fucking, I'm listening to music or like, "I'm who wants to collab or send me your beats or whatever, like compared to a different type of announcement, whether it's on YouTube or Twitter, or Instagram, anywhere. Um, I feel like producers are just the hungriest motherfuckers. I feel like everyone in music is just so fucking hungry because you have to be because it's like,
1: Whatever, it's not a lot of spots. Yeah, if you don't have that mentality of like, it's like a uh, dog eat dog world or whatever they say, like it's like a free for all kind of. If you don't have that mentality, like how bad you want it, then you really won't get whatever you want. You really have to, cause like whatever you put your mind to, like I, I, yeah, it's cliche, but I say like everything, like cliche that people have told me in the past, like I realize now that like it's actually true, and it's not just like because when you don't have anything and then your people tell you all the cliche stuff and you're like, all right, how's that supposed to help me? Thanks for nothing. And then you do all this stuff. And then down the road, when you have done what you wanted to do, you can say, you can look back and then tell other people the same thing that people told you and you doubt it, but it's actually true the whole time.
0: Yeah. One of my, one of my favorites that I heard from, uh, I think it was in an internet money podcast And then I remember MJ tweeted it, like, probably, like, a month after my YouTube channel started, like, I was getting a 1,000 subscribers a day for, like, a month, right? And it was, like, right after that month where I started, things started working out. And he tweeted, like, uh, something about, like, doing something different, right? And I was, I retweeted, and I was, like, literally, because everyone was, like, everyone was like oh you just don't want us in your lane you just don't want us putting out fucking beats to get in your lane but it's literally like that's what you have to do like you have to fucking do some different shit that's yeah, that's exactly. nobody else is doing and that's like the example of like the cliche thing because you don't realize it until you do it and then you go oh shit fucking making making beats with making beats and playing them on fucking beanie baby speakers is was the way that my <laughs> fucking youtube channel blew up I'm always coming up with crazy ideas. What I said too on the last one, I was like, I was like, someone needs to fucking open FL Studio and make a video the first time I made a beat. You know what I mean? Nobody has yeah. that video out. It's just like people need to think outside the box because like doing the same shit will not work.
1: Yeah, for real. And no, just can't gets just copy whatever's like. It just popular. gets people
0: attention. It just gets people's attention. Like I'm such a YouTube head. Like I'm literally like that kid my like i found him at fucking 10,000 followers which is a lot but like i found him at 10,000 followers as he posted his like i don't know if you've seen his like he goes up and plays people's beats and tells them to rap on his beats and like i commented on that video cuz it was such a good idea and what do you know fucking 3 weeks later like that video fucking ended up catching fire on like a facebook page or i don't even know how it blew up but like it ended up catching fucking fire and he put out four more, and now he's got fucking twice the amount of subscribers as me. You know what I mean? So, it's like... It's
1: crazy. But, yeah, fucking... Yeah. Shout-out to Ares and Ramsley though, because uh, when uh, I remember f- I, I was uh, subbed to Ramsley. He had, like, I don't know, it was 30K. That's not as uh, comparable. But Ares, I was subscribed to him. he had, like, 2 or 3K subs. And really? he was doing, like, his first, like making blah 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 in two minutes and he would just remake it in two minutes and uh those videos were just they just grabbed everybody's attention and they just blew up yeah i remember and now I s- he has like 300 400 i don't even know how many subs now like 300 400k
0: yeah fucking i remember i saw both of them yeah it's weird how they were paired together i saw both of them at the same time he like did some xsl remix or something ramzoid i think it was like yeah if i remember it was like um runescape or some shit was the thing that he did
1: yeah i think it, that's what it was it was
0: like making a beat out of runescape or some shit a runescape sounds and ex- perfect example right there first he was the only one that's like done some shit like that from a video game you know what i mean in a random ass video game too like runescape is so old and um but yeah it's lit i think we covered everything <laughs> i think we pretty much covered everything <laughs> yeah Um, we did fucking hopefully you can be on here again in the future and we'll uh, come back remember what I said you asked me who was gonna win the world cup what did you say what did I say I think I said Brazil but
1: like if France go
0: yeah fucking that was before (laughs) I was gonna say France too I had them second but too bad uh, your boys your boys, Portugal, <laughs> fucking... I was rooting for them, too. I had them going through to the yeah, next, nah, they, to the they next had some, round.
1: They had some bad ref moments, and that uh, kind of cost them many games. And, uh, Well, just like two games, really. Ronaldo some bad ref moments. His ass off, though. He, this is probably yeah. one of his
0: best. Besides that very first one, 2006, that he played in, it's probably his best World Cup. I think. Yeah. Maybe so. But, um... right man hopefully you're on here again in the future and we both are improved at life and have more to talk about (laughs) more victories for me more subscribers for you more plaques (laughs) and i hope and uh yeah man it's lit we're out here thank you for coming through this late at night appreciate it thank you for having work so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode um there was a lot of good stuff in there from all sorts of different areas we were talking about um just like the internet the internet game we were talking about what you can do if you're a producer we talked about his plans with juice world um just a lot of good information in there a lot of good stuff i enjoy listening to it i hope you enjoy listening to it as well i enjoyed recording it i should say and listening to it because i listen to these all back over and uh even i will pick up some stuff in there um just because when you're having a conversation you kind of just like you're just you're just talking um you don't really like you're not just fully listening to what you're saying and what the other person's saying but yeah um thank you guys for listening i have like i said i have another one recorded so there will be another one coming uh within the next week with a surprise guest um so uh yeah it's lit. Make sure you subscribe to this. If you're not subscribed yet, if you're not subscribed to my YouTube, go follow me, Kyle Beats. Follow me on Instagram, at Kyle Garvin Beats, for Instagram and Twitter, K-Y-L-E-G-A-R-V-A-N Beats, B-E-A-T-S. So yeah, it's lit. Uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. If you want, like, drum kits, if you're an artist and you want beats, if you're a producer and you want drum kits, head on over to kylebeats.com. Um, should I do a should I do a discount code? Should I do it? I'll do a discount code, right? Um twenty-five percent off all beats and drum kits, whether you're an artist or producer, um use the code KB Podcast. That's the letter K, the letter B podcast for my beat store or my drum kits on my website. And um off. It's lit. Thanks for watching. Um, Thanks for listening, I should say. And yeah, until the next one, we're out here making beats. My name is Kyle Beats. Peace out.